What up, y'all? I'm Rajay. And I'm Shy. And welcome to the RXS Podcast. The podcast where we provide inspiration, motivation, and information to the music community. Yes. Gang, 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 gang. So what are we talking about today? We're talking about being a musician in the military. Ooh. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. We got a very special guest in here to talk to us about their life mm-hmm. um, as a musician, as a producer, and as a person who served mm-hmm. in the Air Force. Yeah. So I think y'all are going to enjoy it. So um, y'all sit back, watch, or listen, depending on what's going on. If you're on YouTube and you have not subscribed, Please subscribe. Come on. on. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, please get them ratings going. Get them comments going. Get them stuff. Whatever they be telling y'all to do, do it, man. Make us look good. If you enjoy it, show show some sign. Uh Uh-huh. Huh? 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 Hey, man. So, y'all, we're going to go to the military on y'all real quick. Enjoy. Peace. What's good, y'all? I got my brother Anthony Roberts in the building. What's up? I call him Ant. <laughs> the world calls him Ant. Everybody call you Ant. Everybody call. What me they call Ant. you in the um, Air Force? <laughs> you in the Air Force, right? Yeah. What they yeah. call you? Sergeant Roberts. Ah, let's go, <laughs> Sarge. Sarge. Yeah. Hey, so let's. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do what we always do. Take me from the beginning. Okay. Where were you born? Uh, Hampton, Virginia. Hampton General. Okay. 1984, October 8th. Let's go. Yeah. Proud of my age now. <laughs> hey, you weren't proud of it before? <laughs> nah. I you get like too I old. old, but yeah. <laughs> hey, what, what made you old. proud of it now? It's a blessing to get old, man. You seeing people die every day. That's young, right? Yeah, man. Sheesh. Man. I done deployed 11 times, seen a lot of people not come back with me, too. So, you know, that's a, that's a blessing. Yeah. It's a blessing to be old. So we're going to talk about that because yeah. that's important. Mm-hmm. So let's start. Hampton, you grew up, um, was it music around you from the jump? From the jump. My mom played keys, drums. My dad obviously played bass, mm-hmm. keys, tried to play drums, but God rest his soul. Yeah. But he played guitar and he sang. So, yeah. So it was always around me. Yeah. yeah. So were you getting into being a musician? In the beginning, or at first, it was just around you. Yeah, it was just around me because okay. I was in the sports. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like what sports? Basketball and football. Yee. That was it for me. But uh, and video games back then. What video games you was playing? Nintendo, <laughs> Sega Genesis. Man, before y'all got all these new joints out here. <laughs> and I went outside and played. Man, that's these new kids don't go outside. I still made it outside to go play. <laughs> Yeah, man, got to. So, how old were you when you started playing sports? About five. Same time I started playing drums, but I just didn't take drums seriously. Oh, so you chose sports over the drums at first? Oh, yeah, because I was better. And then when I got better at the drums over the sports, I just went towards the drums. So, how old were you when that when the the transition happened back to the? To the drums? Yeah. That was like seven, eight, I think. Yeah, it was eight. So in three years, so you playing basketball at five? Basketball and football. Everybody in Virginia do that. So then, <laughs> I was saying, so then you get three years, you go yeah. and you go and you're like, hold on. I'm better at drums. Though. Yeah. So you're like, I'm going to play these drums. My, my attention, the more attention came from playing the drums. Oh! Like, Who's that? 
clout. Yeah, I was getting clout from playing drums. They was like, who that little kid on the drums and big cymbals reaching all the way up here doing all this? Yeah. That's why the attention, I was like, oh, I, I might be doing this. <laughs> I might need to do this. Yeah, so, so I stuck with that. Yeah, so like, <laughs> were you, um, were you playing at church or anything like that? Uh, I played, you know, with my dad and my mom at our home church. And then yeah. I think the first, Johnny Malone, anybody from Tidewater, Virginia, they know who Johnny Malone is. Yeah. Johnny Malone took this little kid around with him to like the jazz clubs. You're in like, the jazz clubs, Ant? I don't know how. I'm going to say it again. <laughs> Johnny Malone. For anybody who watched this know who Johnny Malone is. Yeah. He got me into whatever. I don't know. And then he started me with the group, the Gospel Sensations. Okay. Um, in Virginia. And that was my first yeah. introduction to performing on drums. How old were you then? Probably about eight. eight Jesus. Nine. Yeah, eight, nine. You're I, going to go jazz clubs at eight. Years. It was crazy. How is he know. getting you in there? I don't know. <laughs> he was giving me them a little twenty dollars. I thought I oh, was. Oh, so doing, you getting paid too? I was getting a little ten, twenty dollars. I thought I was doing at, something, bro. At. You're eight years old in jazz clubs getting paid. Hey, You're John, a professional early. Let me say this one more time. Johnny Malone. Shout out Johnny because he, 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 he pulling and miracles. listen, it ain't the same. No, you can't pull this stuff off nowadays. <laughs> let me say that right now. Yo, so did you nah, enjoy the experience? Nah, all jokes aside, though, Johnny Malone was like literally a big part of Yeah. yeah for real. How did you meet him? My mom. Okay. My mom knew everybody. Okay. You know, she played keyboard. So. Yeah. And then my dad. Everybody yeah. knew my dad. Shout too, out his so. dad, Robert yeah. Holland. Gang, gang, gang. Yes, sir. The OG. God rest his soul. Yeah. We're going to talk about that. We got to talk yeah. about all of it. Oh, yeah. So you, eight years old, you choose drums yeah. over sports. You get with Malone. Mm-hmm. You start doing the clubs. Then you start playing with the gospel group. Yeah, gospel sensation. That's quartet? They, yeah, I keep saying it. I said the jazz club because it happened a couple times, but the- the main was the main start was the gospel sensation. Yeah, but he did take me in a few of them. Yeah, to test my to test yeah. my. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so did y'all? How was the um? Did you like playing for the group? I loved it. Yeah, I loved it, man. Uh, yeah, I still somebody uh, sent me a picture of me in the group <laughs> with the the ladies, and they just did like a a, a concert of actually Reggie, um, Reggie. Um, Reggie Howsey just produced yeah. the joint, and they was on the show. Yeah, they, and they still singing to this, day and they still amazing. But Dang. yeah, man, they um, they was the first one. They used to take me around town, and people would be like, "Who is this little kid swinging yeah, at the drums?" Like, yeah, that's fire, bro. Yep. So then, what came next? Like, how long did you do that first? Um, I did that for about four or five years, and then. So we 13. Yeah, we about 12, 13. And I went with the Gospel Harmonies. Okay. The I don't okay. know if you're familiar with that. No. A lot of people are familiar with the Gospel Harmonies, though. They, um, they they were dope, then. Yeah. How did you they get on like with that. them? None. I mean, they just asked, can we take him? Can he play drums for us? So wait, they your mom, so that, I was about to, that's where I was. Yeah. So Pops is cool with this. Yeah. They asked my, they would, nobody had it. I was 13. They couldn't ask me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They asked, asked moms and dads, hey, can he come play with us? Yep. So I didn't have the typical weekends, you know, like a typical kid just go out and play. And do it. I was going out. Oh, we got a show Sunday. We got a show yeah. Saturday. So I didn't really have that, you know. But I loved it back then. I thought it was normal. But when Same I look at me. it now, I'm like, 
That's not, that it's normal. not normal. <laughs> Yo, I used to think, my wife had to tell me like, babe, wait, your life is not normal. Yeah, because I be having, <laughs> yes, I be having certain, I be thinking certain things, I be feeling like people should be moving certain ways, mm-hmm. and she like, no, 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 no. You come from an elite class yep. where you are a professional musician before you knew how before to drive a car. Knew it. Yep. It's like, that's different. Yeah. And you have to acknowledge that that's different. So you, you do. doing your thing. How long did you play with that group? Man, I played with them until I left. So I went wow. to the military. Okay, uh, good. this my, is good. Because I got to talk about the military. My first big record, uh, well, first major record playing yeah. on was with Air, Air Records. Uh, Timothy Moore produced it. Yeah. Uh, the Gospel Harmonies. They signed to Air Records and... My first time in the studio. What was that like experience that. like when Man, you walked in there? Were you like I was tripping? Fascinated because yes. it's like it looked. It was back then. It was like one of them old school joints where it's like all the equipment in one room. <laughs> yeah, keyboard player over there, but yes. it was one of them big studios. Yeah. Right? so I was like, oh, <laughs> I had that high pitch snare, that piccolo. <laughs> Everybody heard that album. They heard my snare on there. Boy, Did I you have to like, play with a metronome? Nah. Oh, go for what you know. Yeah, it was straight up. No click tracks back then. We ain't do no clicks. We ain't do none of that. We just straight up play. So the, everybody play. Did y'all cut vocals and everything at the same time? Um, or was it just music and stuff? No, nah, I think time? it was just music. I can't remember so long ago, but yeah. I think we did just music. We did all the music together. I know that for a fact. Yeah. We was all in the room yeah. together. But I think the vocals went in back behind us. Yeah. But the music, I know for sure. Was all we was cut all at one room, time. No track, no nothing. Jeez. Yep. Yep. And so after you did that, how old were you when they cut that record? Probably about, I want to say 16, 15 and 16. Because I think Come on. I think 15 and 16 um, is when we did that. Because I left like a couple years after that. That's what I'm about to ask you. What happened where you went to the military? Um, I was a knucklehead. And... And I had, you know, so at that time, I'm quartet to the, the heart. And, you know, yes. my dad is out here. So I'm like, oh, I'm good. I'm, yeah. All I got to do is graduate. I got a straight shot to one of these major quartet groups because yeah. my dad is in there. He got his hand yeah. in everything. So my mom's won't have it. <laughs> she was not having it. So she got me out of there. She said, So by gonna, won't having it, what do you mean? She wanted like I say, I say this to anybody. This is the best decision my mother ever made for me. You know what I mean? She walked me to the recruiter and said, I want him to go in the Air Force. Whatever he do after them four years is on him. But right now, I don't want him to get tied into just thinking this is it. Wow. And that's what she So did. you're looking at you're looking at your pops, you're looking at the quartet world, mm-hmm. and you think that's your future. Because you gotta understand, bro, I didn't want for nothing. My dad, if I asked my dad for something, we got it. Yeah. I don't care what nobody say yeah. or has to say. Like, I didn't want for nothing. You wow. know what I'm saying? So, in my mind, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be good. <laughs> like, Because I'm, he's shown you yeah. that this is a viable yeah. career path. I understand your yeah. frame of mind. But your mom, like, I know the ins and outs of it She's all. She's an adult. Yeah, she <laughs> knows it all. She's so, she's like, adult. nah, yeah. you ain't finna do that. So, before we go in the military, yeah. what... Are you doing that would classify you as a knucklehead? I was just getting in trouble. I actually got suspended the week of graduation. 
<laughs> For what, Ant? Hey, uh, my homeboy Lenny, he, he probably, if he watched this, he gonna laugh because first of all, I was in somebody's class that I wasn't supposed to be in. So I was skipping my class to go to somebody else's class. And then the teacher is like, you need to get out of here. And I'm like, I get out when I want and push the that teacher. That sounds like Ant. I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> That yeah. sounds about right. You pushed, you did what? Wait. I pushed the teacher. And I didn't even think nothing too serious of it. I pushed the teacher and I left and went back to my class thinking nothing happened, right? So I get home and just so happened my dad is home. God rest his soul. My dad is home that at that time. Like he ain't going on the road. Or, you know, I guess he, I don't know why, but he was home. So I get home. He's just laughing. What, what you laughing for? Boy, you in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Cause my dad was the that was my man, yeah that was my dog, it was your man. mom that was getting my mom at this age like yeah. when I got older it was more my mom than my dad when I was yeah. younger my dad was on my yeah. tail you know what I'm saying but my dad was still strict but he understood yeah. growing up so my mom she was on but he was laughing when I walked in that house he said boy that principal just called and you done <laughs> I said what what you talking about you don't push the teacher stupid I said. <laughs> I said, man, I ain't pushed that. <laughs> you gonna like, yeah. lie to said, me? Yeah, you ain't gotta lie to me. That's exactly. My dad was a realist. He said, yeah, you know my dad. Like, yes, yes. He said, you ain't got a lot of me. Your mommy need worried about because they said you can't come back to school. <laughs> you sound just like him. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that jump, man. I was scared, crazy, but mm. luckily my teachers they liked me. Well, my principal, she liked me, and. As I stated before, my mother had did we what's it called? Uh, pri- dang, is when you enlist before you going in. Um, I forgot what the name of it is, but okay. I enlisted before I even graduated. Wow. Yeah. So my principal knew that, and she was real. She had a good heart for me. Like she like I was still I wasn't a bad kid. I was just like got in stupid little trouble. Yeah. So she loved me. So she was like. Well, he could come after school and take his exams. Wow. And he'll still graduate. The favor of God was yeah. on your life. So my mom was like, oh, you definitely go. <laughs> so like, so when she, so when she, t- so when you had to enlist, where you, did you have on your, a chip on your shoulder when you had to enlist? Oh, um, you was cool. Or I you did, didn't know what you was doing? I didn't take it serious. Honestly, I was like, man, she ain't going to let me leave. I really was like, I don't think she going to let me go. <laughs> she won't plan. <laughs> So she take you over yeah. to the recruiter's office. Yep. And you like, were you like, yo, mom, nah, man. Yeah, man. She, I couldn't. I still remember my recruiter. Uh, it was Master Sergeant Spruill. <laughs> he was, <laughs> hey, he was like, hey, man, you sure you ready for this? I said, man, whatever. I'm good. But she, she wasn't playing. So you enlisted, and then what's next? She has to sign. So she signed for me. Okay. Because I was signed. 17. Yeah. I wasn't even 18 yet, and she signed. And then I just went through the rest of the school year. Like, yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So, and then graduate, that week happened. I got suspended. And Did I you graduate? I, yeah, I graduated. Did you walk? Yeah. Congratulations. Absolutely. Yeah, man. Yeah, big ups to, big ups to my principals, Dr. Yes. Kilgore. Yes, they looked out for you. <laughs> but she, uh, yeah, she let me walk with my class and everything. And then uh, the next week I was gone. What did I you didn't go even first? get a week. I didn't even walk. Your mama, your mama said, was look not, here, son. She gone. I, so you, where did you have to go first? San Antonio, Texas. Whoa! Yeah, I cry. I remember, man. What's funny is this is the first time I ever seen my dad cry, wow. and you know my dad. You know he don't play <laughs> like he he a t- he a tough one. This yeah. is the first time I ever seen him cry. He literally walked away, 
came back as I was putting my stuff on the little van to go to the map station and 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 leave. And he was he was through. Gosh, man, through. I can see up. him in my mind. Yeah, he was tore up. My dad got more emotional as he got older, but yeah. at that age he was he was yeah. a rock. <laughs> like, you couldn't get him to cry. But yeah. he broke down that day. I said, and that broke me down. And then I see my little brother crying. And oh, I was like, oh no. Man. I cried the whole way to Richmond. <laughs> so you had to go to Richmond and get on a plane? Yeah, Richmond from Richmond. We went to San Antonio. Like, what was basic training like, dog? Man, that was like a culture shock. Because uh, I used to laugh at everything. Oh, so, they finna get you. <laughs> I'm like, so my dad like always told pain. me. Yeah, pretty much. My dad was always telling me, "Boy, you can't, ain't, you shouldn't be scared of no man." As soon as I get off the bus, these men are yelling in my face, and it's like, "Man, get out of my face!" Like you know, you don't take it serious, but they are in your face, like yelling and screaming, and it's like that's a that's a well knowing my attitude back then. Which is why I either had to laugh. This is but but or, that's why your mama put you in there, dog, because yeah. she knew your temper. She like. I'm finna straighten this yeah. guy up. He going out here. So yep. when they first yelled in your face the first time. I laughed. I laughed. No lie. I had the biggest chuckle. Yo, ever. I know they was tight and with I you. Was like, and I was laughing in their face, and they just, they went crazy on me. And they, they didn't physically do anything, yeah. but they push-ups or whatever. You, know, you think you're going to? Or they'll make the rest of the team pay because of what I'm doing. Oh, then and they really got yeah. you. They so, so how so how long did you go before you like all right I'm locked in I oh, understand nah it. two days God! yeah they won't <laughs> forty eight yeah. clean hours oh nah I'm telling you right now if you ain't cut you got it's that joint different <laughs> yo I'm you right now that's it but it plays a part in being a musician as well for yeah. me like because that that discipline you get from the military is different. From playing sports, military, anything, it don't teach you something different. So you use <clears throat> you use things from the military in your music? Absolutely. What's one of those things? Humility. God, dog, that's a good one. <laughs> being able to take a step back and being able to, you know, a lot of people don't understand that, like, being able to just be like, ah, right, you got this one. This you. Yeah. And just shut up. Yeah. You know, that's, that's a big part. Cause, yeah. Because don't get me wrong. Every good musician has a bit of arrogance and cockiness. Yeah. We all do. Yeah. But you got to know when to turn that off. And yeah. Turn it on, you know? so that's the big, that's one of the biggest things. Yeah. And my professionalism comes from the military, honestly. Because yeah. it's like, there's a whole level of, like you said, discipline, like mm -hmm. structure, like, like y'all whole day is accounted for, right? All day. And now I've been in so long, so I'm at a different position, so. I'm counting for them now. Ah, <laughs> right. so now, are you yelling in people's faces now? No, I don't do that, man. That ain't my style. <laughs> I don't have to but yell. But you could if you wanted to. Yeah, but I don't have to yell. Oh, that ain't my style. So thing. you go through, I got to. You I ain't never to, seen me yelling nobody. I know, yeah, I haven't. Yeah. I've never. But like, I got to go through the whole thing because yeah. this is good. So you go through basic training. How long did that last? Six weeks back then. It was six weeks. And then years. what was after basic training? Tech school. Well, we have to go to school. It's still in Texas. But we have to go to school and learn the job that you signed up for. What job did you sign up for? I didn't sign up for a job. They signed me up. What they signed you up for? Because I signed up. <laughs> I thought it was. Yo, uh, again, I was dumb back then. So <laughs> I just signed up. Uh, I oh, and that name was Delayed Enlistment. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But uh, I forget what it is. So it's like a just an umbrella 
they and they could pick from you. I forget the name of it, man. I'm having a brain fart right now. Yeah, it's now, all but, good. But that's what I went in under. And they picked my job for me. And so I ended up going the day I got my job, it said air crew flight equipment. Oh, it said air crew life support. So I'm like, oh yeah, I'm about to be medical. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. Nope. Nah, it killed me. <laughs> I was like, dang, boy. But I love my job to this day, though. Yo, so you day. have the same job as then? Yeah. Whoa, so you, you're... Godly. I, yeah. I got to slow down. Okay. Because <laughs> this is very interesting. Yeah. So they choose your job. What is your job? So I'm going to clear that up. They don't choose your job if you choose your job. But, but if you come in and you don't know what you want to do... Because you did not know. Yeah. You just was going to pick the whole yeah. umbrella. Yeah, I just went in under that <laughs> umbrella and they picked... They pick which <laughs> they sent me this. I was like, well, I'm lucky I didn't get security forces. I'm yeah. just saying, but so what's your job description of the job they chose? So air crew life support. The name has changed now, it's different. So but back then, um, it's not medical. But what you Clearly do you found that out, yeah, buddy. What you do is uh all but it's still a cool job. All the uh the air crew, all the pilots, all that stuff that you see in the movies, the the guys that fly the planes and all that. They can't fly the plane without us. Wow. Helmets, masks, uh, harness, parachutes, this life for service, all that stuff. We pack it, we inspect it, we make sure it's good for them. So all that stuff in Top Gun that you, you guys are seeing out yeah. there, that's what I do. All that stuff that's on the pilot, that's what I do. They can't do it without us. And then there's different facets to our job. So we got special forces side, which I'm, I am now. Um, we got guys that are not pilots, but are on the ground Shoot them up, bang, bang. Yeah. We do parachutes and stuff for them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and that part of it, we're called riggers. Yeah. So, I'm a rigger. I sew, do all type of stuff. Well, yeah. bro, let me tell you what I just thought about. When you tell me about, like, the um, when you were just describing, like, they can't do what they do without y'all. Mm -hmm. like, so, the helmets and all of that. Y'all prepare it and make sure it's safe and all that is what y'all do. So, let's say a, a parachute. We have to open the parachute. Inspect the whole parachute. Parachute probably look like that, right? We have to open it and inspect every panel of that parachute and then repack it into the chute that they wear that pops when they have to use it. That's just one fact. That's one part of it. But, bro, the responsibility yeah. is crazy. Like, cause you're, you're the one that says this is safe. Yeah, absolutely. For them to go to the plane and... They can't fly the plane without a mask, especially a jet, like an F-16. Yeah. They can't get in an F-16 without an a oxygen mask or oxygen. And y'all you, you know inspect all that all stuff. All that. Everything. But I'm going to tell you what it makes me think about. It helps me to understand why you are a good producer. And this is the point I'm making. Like, to hear your job there, mm -hmm. it makes me understand, like, how you... Because, when, like I said, when I listen to In the House, Maurice mm -hmm. Yancey... Y'all go listen to that right now. Yeah, when definitely. I, when I listen to that, <laughs> when I listen to that, I hear the detail, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I hear that it's meticulous. I hear that it's thought out. And to be that type of producer would have to mean that you're that type of person. Yeah. So, to hear you talk about the military, I know from this minute to this minute, everything is accounted for. Mm -hmm. There's something to do every day. And then you tell me about your job, like, and what it requires to do your job. And I'm like, that's why he's so good at producing, man. Yeah, so <laughs> do, have you thought about the fact that you do you like that you process the information the same in music that you do in the military? Well, that's that's a big part of why I say 
come I take a lot from the military yes. into doing what I try to you know yes. I'm, I'm still learning this production stuff man and yes. trying to be you know but I do take a lot of the stuff that's embedded in me from the military yes and to this music stuff and so that's you, why I say that's the best decision my mother ever made she me. yeah she to go moms. what's your mom's name Cynthia Holland Cynthia Holland you to go <laughs> Cynthia Ann Holland Cynthia Ann Holland you to go you yep. you changed my man life yeah so you said humility was one thing. Mm -hmm. Tell me another thing that the military taught you that you use in music. Well, you just said it. Attention to detail. Yes. Um, uh, it's funny because me and Yancey just argued for a week. Shout out Maurice Yancey. Yeah, shout out to my boy, my brother. Hey, so what y'all was arguing about, man? Uh, just this part in the song, man. You know. You want what was your position <laughs> hey. and what was his position? How did you feel about the part? How did he That's feel my about brother. The part? I just want people to know that's my brother. Yeah. Like, so we gonna argue. Yes. But uh and he know me better than most, so Yeah. What up y'all? I'm Rajay and I wanna say first thank y'all for the support. Thank y'all for the love and thank y'all for watching and listening to this podcast. We really don't take it for granted. Hey, if y'all want to continue to support us by spending y'all money, I got a way for y'all to do that. Y'all go to rajxshaw.com and pick up that Make It Happen hoodie today. Life be crazy, but we still got to do what? Make it happen. Gang. Uh, if the line can have one squiggle. And if I could get it straight, I want it straight. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> like, and he understands what the I'm military. saying. That is, yeah. Yeah, because you like, y'all folding clothes a certain yeah, way and everything, yeah, ain't y'all? Yep. Absolutely. So, daggone right. Some people in the military just got crazy OCD, and it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. It's crazy. Yo, <laughs> Yo yeah. that's hilarious. But, nah, it's, it's a good thing, though, because, I mean, every, every person that do music, I mean, like, I'm going to shout out. Ray Braswell. Shout out right? Ray Gang. Ray Braswell is OCD. <laughs> I love him to death, but when it comes to production, he is meticulous. Yes. And I'm telling you, I love him for it because yeah. he taught me so much. That's exactly how I learned too. Yeah. Like he, you can't let, you got to cross every T and dot yeah, every I right. or you, that record ain't nothing. I can't, you know, I'll, let, me, let me watch my, <laughs> that, but he that record say ain't right. He wouldn't you know say saying? nothing. <laughs> At all, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so, yeah, that he was yeah, a big sure. part of. He's a big part of why. So the, it just enhances the military enhances everything. And yeah, I, another thing I would say is professionalism, man. Because yes. being accountable, like Sheesh. you got to be accountable. Like we're held accountable in the military. So I feel like in the, in the music world it should be the same thing. Yeah, I mean you getting paid to do a job, do the job. Yes, yes, and I just think. I don't know if I'm moving too fast, but I really have had these conversations with some musicians. Good. You know, because uh, some, you know. Talk about it. We had, uh, it was some, some, some back in uh, a while ago. I uh -huh. had to prove myself. Okay. Because, you know, I was in the military. Yeah. And I probably didn't seem like I went as hard mm. as the guys that weren't in the military or didn't. This is what they yeah, did. This is what they did. And big respect to the guys that did it. I just didn't have the heart to, like, I was not the heart for music, but the heart. Like, I was scared. Oh. You know what I'm saying? So I tell every guy that that I know personally that just said, this is it. This is what I'm doing. Ain't no plan B. I got big respect for y'all. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> and big respect. Because yeah. I didn't have the heart to do it. I, yeah. You know, especially when I had my kid. 
once I had my daughter, yeah, you know, and then so big. But we used to have conversations on the on those long rides down the Mississippi, and, and they like you ain't you Alabama. ain't about it, man. You ain't doing it like we doing it. Like, <laughs> that sounds like, right. So like, what you mean? Like, I'm on the same van with y'all. What you talking about? I'm in rehearsal with y'all at night, and I'm the one getting up in the morning. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, hey, which is a good segue. Yeah. How in the world do you balance both, bro? I don't know. I'm paying for it now as I get older. Though. I'm gonna tell you that right now. So, like, like when you first okay, so let's go. Let's go back again. I done done some crazy stuff. <laughs> like, of course, I, I when will. I look back, I'm like, the, and that's like, what I be looking. Like, let me tell you, like, I be looking at you. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't even know how. Yeah, that man just produced a whole album. And I know he ain't in this country. Yeah, bro, that jump. Yeah, I was deployed, a whole deployment, <laughs> and I did that. Yeah, that's bro, that's crazy. crazy. So, first of all, loving music. That's being that's in the, the number one. That's the love. It's the love that made me do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any other reason I went and did it? And what made you decide to say, you know what? I love my job in the military, and I love music too. I'm gonna do both. When did you decide that you were gonna like? Because you basically are like, you all in on both, bro. Mm-hmm. When did you decide, like, I'm going all in on both of them? Uh, I was always one foot in music, mm-hmm. even when I came in. But at the basic, I got to South Carolina. Mm-hmm. And uh, shout out again, my boy Dave Jeter. Yeah, my OG. shout out Dave. Uh, I was just like one foot in yeah. music. And yeah. I was heavy on quartet. So yeah. it was like, man, I don't care about nothing else. And he put me in a room in his, in his studio at the time. He was like, man, I heard you dope. Go get on the kit. And I came out. <laughs> and Dave looked me in my eyes and said, boy, you suck. No lie. And that moment, he was like, Whoa. took me under his wing, man. He just refocused my mind musically. Like, yeah. you know, so... He just put me on the oh, st- stuff that I didn't even know was I, t- I didn't even know there was a Thai tribute ant in the world in 2003. I did not. And wow. Like he, I was so focused on quartet. Yes. And he, man, he he shocked me. He like just Jeez. put a, a post in me. Like he just hit me yeah. hard. And he just, man, it just changed my mind though. Yeah. It changed everything, and so. From the time that was, I was eight, I was 17 and a half, about to turn 18. And I was with him until I was 21. Yeah, that's what before I left. But still to this day, that's my big brother. Like, How did yo. you, so you're in the military in South Carolina mm-hmm. and you happen to meet Dave? Yep. How? Through my dad. Like quartet guys in Sumter knew my dad. He the OG. Just, yeah, at that time, my dad was with the Drifters, I think. Yes. And you know, Bill Pinkney, God rest his soul, was like big in Sumter. So yeah. I think they were doing something and I met somebody and that somebody was like, you need to meet Dave, man. You know. Yeah. And then, so I just did a gig a few, uh, last weekend, we was in South Carolina somewhere last mm-hmm. weekend and Dave just so happened, he runs the theater out there so wow. we did the show at his theater and he was like man you was never sorry i just had to tell you that wow to read to read to retool you because you was that's good yeah. dave yeah, so do dave you, jeter yo y'all check him out something south carolina's finest. amazing yep. do you do you ever find yourself being to younger musicians who and what dave was to you oh my god <laughs> <laughs> look 
Man, and it what's crazy is I take that as the biggest compliment when somebody say to me, and eh, this is why I respect you. Yeah. Trey Sean Patterson. If shout out to I'm Trey. sure y'all know who Trey Sean yes. is. Uh, shout out to my little bro, man. Yeah, like, cause man. I always I stay to myself. Like yeah. I really don't I I'm cool with everybody, but I don't just be out in the crowd yeah. like that. So I try to stay to myself and everybody know that. But Trey is one of the people. That has a real close bond with me and fit. Yeah, okay. Um, so he he can he can reach out and touch me anytime. Yeah. And one thing he always tells me, bro, you've never changed. You've always been straight up and you're blunt yes. about everything, but you're respectful. Yeah. That's the biggest compliment. And that like is what Dave was to me. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I have another guy, George Freeman. Yeah. Super smooth jazz artist right yeah. now, going crazy. Um, he's the same as Dave with me. Yeah. So it's like they look they not looking down, but they are always honest. So anything I'm trying to produce or put out, they are gonna be straight up. They're gonna nah, be like, nah, that that's that's yeah. <laughs> so when it comes to like the Trey Sean, the Chris Darn, even Chris yeah. Darn and these guys that are coming up. Like I feel oh I don't feel that old but I I got to realize you the OG, I'm old. you the OG and now. they rem- Trey Trey is a big piece in reminding me bro we look up to you like yeah. you gotta you know so yeah. it's it's a big it's it's an honor I take mm-hmm. that as an honor mm-hmm. for you to even be looked at like that so yeah. you know I I feel like it's my duty to be honest with him you yeah. know what I mean I, that so yeah I definitely have a. I have a, a good extensive uh, love for those yeah. guys. So I shout out to, to them because uh, they are yeah. like like you said earlier. Like there are a lot of incredible musicians from around here, bro. Yes, it is, and it's scary. And sometimes all they lack is like somebody who's willing to see them yes. and be like, "You got something. Now mm-hmm. let's hone it, let's cultivate it, let's mature it." And so you became that to them. What yeah. was done for you? Yeah, all I—that's all I know how to be. Yeah, you know. And I wasn't trying to do that. Yeah. The thing is, I was just trying to keep up. with These guys are way better than me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, don't get me to it. Don't yeah. get it twisted right now. Like these guys are way better. But I just—the fact that the respect that they show me is 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 mind blowing sometimes yeah. because it's like you guys are way better than me. But they don't look at it. They don't look. They at it look that at way. it like I looked at Dave or I looked at George. You know yes. what I'm saying? Because That's there's crazy. a cer- there's a certain level back to the military. Yeah. There's a certain level of maturity. Mm-hmm. There's a certain level of discipline that they see in you, the man. Yeah. And it's one thing to be a dope musician. That's cool. Mm-hmm. But it's another thing to like form yourself into a mature man who does music well. Yeah. That's two different things. You can have like an amazing musician that's just dope. And he's just like wilding. He's mm-hmm. just all over the place, makes terrible decisions, barely shows up to gigs, but when he put the instrument in his hand, he he's incredible. Crazy, yep. And then you have the person that says, no, I want to be a better person. Mm-hmm. I want to be disciplined more all the way around. Yep. I want to be held accountable in a way that reminds me of what I need to continue to grow in. Yeah. And I think that's what you've been to them. Yeah, I, yeah I, I will hope that's what they see, man. But it's still, you know, it's still. And you crazy, are very man. humble. Yeah, I but that's good. Be. Give it up. For, hey, y'all, clap. If y'all listening yeah, to this or clap. watching this, y'all and everybody in the room, clap. Hey, he's humble. He's humble. Yeah, so I want to ask. I want to. I do want to ask you this though. Hold on. My text want me to fix my mic. Hold on. All right, this is right. Word. All right, so I'm gonna ask you this because I think this is important. 
So you you're doing the military thing. Mm-hmm. You're playing drums and playing bass. Mm-hmm. When, I was actually in the military band. What? At we first, have to talk yeah. about the military band, dog. What were yeah. they called? We got this thing called Tops and Blues. Oh, yeah, so that's cool. But so, so it's actually like being on tour. Let's go. <laughs> like, but how I, did you get in the band? It's super boring. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, 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 no. Hey, look, let me take that back. It's he meant super, it. He it was just super said amazing. he blunt. You know what I mean? Y'all, just, y'all just heard just, he was blunt. You know how at that age, you know, we just want to do so much other stuff on our <laughs> instrument. Yeah, you want to blaze. You want to I didn't understand what that was. You have to read. They put a piece of sheet music in front of you, and you playing what's on that sheet, and that's it. So how old oh, were yeah. you when you got in the military band? 19. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, so my first two years, and then my supervisor was like, man, you should try out for this, and I sent in a video. And it was, it was like, yeah, come on, we use him on drums. But when I got there, I'm thinking I'm about to be. You thought you finna chop away? No, nope. you're not, buddy. You're gonna electronic, look at this chart. electronic drum set. That sucks. <laughs> electric kit, man. Let me tell you kit. Hey, listen, I tell Tank right now. Tank just said, "Hey, man, let me tell you this story. I'm gonna tell y'all this story." So there was this time when the the V drums had just came out, right? Mm. So we all at the church with Tank. Everything cool. He see these V drums. Oh he think he want to get some. I was like, <laughs> I was like I'm listening. We, you know, you go with guitar center, you can yeah. test them out. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Mind you, we got him. He always in the middle. We got yeah. main keys, ox keys, uh-huh. organ, guitar, bass, flute, flute. trumpet, trumpet. Yes. Where is it? At, at Glory Baptist in Wilson. Oh, wow. Right. So you got all these people. Yeah. We on the, we on the stage. So you know, like. He the heartbeat. Mm-hmm. He gonna go. First of all, his daddy actually went and bought the drums. I mm-hmm. said, man, we is in trouble. But I'm like, okay, he hype. We gonna let him set him up. He set them drums up. And mind you, it ain't but two little monitors on the stage. <laughs> you know where I'm going with this. I can't feel nothing. Man, then, then. I'm like, hey, so the first Sunday, I'm like, because he now we can't hear nothing out of the monitors because mm-hmm. his kick drum like bass. I'm like, this is terrible. That or second this, week, or is distorted? Yes, going to- <laughs> yes. The second week, I'm like, the second week, I'm like, yo, fellas, who gonna tell take take the drums home? <laughs> he need to get the things out of here, <laughs> bro. So you playing electric kit with the band? Did yeah. you have like the little amp? Yeah, I had the little amp on the side, man. No headphones. Terrible, man. <laughs> I know that was a good experience though, because we literally went to every base. In the, like, so y'all were literally on a military we on tour. tour, yeah, all year, and that's all. That's all I did for a year. So, like, then, okay, so for this is, I'm glad you're on here because you're the first person I talk to that does music and in the military. So now I got to talk a lot about. Let the me military. ask this before we. Okay, I don't know if they do this, but can I take a bathroom break? Yes, all right, bathroom break. We'll be right back. <laughs> all right, we brack, brack, we, we back, brack, baby. <laughs> <laughs> we back. So I want to um. Like, I want to ask you, like, after talking about the band and stuff, mm-hmm. like, I've never really talked to anybody that's in the military and does music. So I've never had anybody to talk to about military questions. Mm-hmm. So I'm about to ask you a whole bunch of military questions based cool. on what you said so far. I'm proud of it. Yo. Let's do it. <laughs> it's like a whole culture lifestyle within a lifestyle. Like, it seems like it's its own sustained bubble like will you still have a life like low key yeah is that true it is i mean just what's i i can only speak air force okay uh so the air force 
people get it twisted like we can't have a life. Um, so for a long time, a lot of people didn't even know I was in the military because I leave work and leave base and go home. That's it. I don't, you know. So you can go in the military and be in the military and have a life, man. It's not like a you, be, you, you made it very clear. This, you you don't have to be this person, you yeah. know, um, that <laughs> like I don't know what the what the world puts out there, but yeah. it, you know, it's some some on some movie stuff. It makes it like you got to be high and tight cut and yeah. bald headed and all. I'm bald headed, but it's by hereditary. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, this nah, you can have a life. It's like a normal job. Only thing that makes us unnormal is when we gotta go, do what we gotta do. So when you know? y'all, so when when y'all are home per se, mm-hmm. that it would be considered home when you're not deployed, right? Yeah. So when y'all are home, y'all have to go to certain, y'all are assigned to certain bases, yeah. and that has to become your home for however long. Is yep. that how it works? Yep. So is that how you got to Fayetteville? So Fayetteville, um, I got stationed here in 08, 09. I was okay. coming from Japan. Got stationed here in like 08, 09, and I just found my way. Yeah, pretty much. I got stationed here. Yeah. And then got tied in musically in Fayetteville. And it was just like, oh, this is okay. I don't want to leave. You know what I mean? Because so I kept finding reasons to either get back to North Carolina or stay in North Carolina. So you finessed your way back to North Carolina multiple times. (laughs) Don't answer. Okay. Good job. (laughs) So listen. So wait, 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 wait. So the first time, 09. Yeah. They station you. What's the Air Force Base? Uh, it Bragg. Was, it was Pope Air Pope. Force Base at the time. So you at Pope. So like when you get off work, what time you getting off? About four, four thirty. Ooh, Typical that day. is a regular job. Yeah. So then at night you like going to the open mics, going yep. to the bars, chilling, mingling. What up, Man, y'all? Yep. I'm here from Virginia. Yada yep. yada, I play. Yada yada yada. And I met a. Uh, actually, I met the first guys I met was uh, my man Morel Glenn. Okay. Uh. My man Brandon Jones, yeah, black, yeah, uh, as they know him out there. Um, and then my man Nick Deaver, okay, um, play bass. These are like the first guys I'm meeting, and mm-hmm. uh, I met uh Vaughn Demetrius mm-hmm. and Des Humphrey, George Freeman, yeah, and these are the people I met doing yeah. that. And then these guys put me on like throughout the city because they were already, you know, we're all around the same age. So Des and Vaughn are like older, but yeah. Musician wise, we were all the same age, and they were already doing the local, yeah. um, you know what I'm saying, stuff like that. So I just went around, put my face in the buildings, and man, I'm just the type of cat. I feel like if you be humble and don't come out there with your chest stuck out, and I feel like people have no reason to not want to, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like interact it's a, with you, yeah. yeah. So I I interacted with all these people easy. This yeah. was in 08. Yeah. So you got to think, I'm still cool with all these people to this day. Yeah. And so like, what, do you, what do you think the key is to main, maintaining healthy relationships? I just think you got to be solid, man. Like, mm. I mean, I, but everybody can't be solid. So what's your definition of solid? <sighs> um, I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna just describe myself because I don't know. There you go. You can't you can't be a messy one. Yeah, man. You can't be in everybody's business. Come on. You um you gotta stay in your own lane. Yes, sir. And just I mean, that's pretty much it for real. Like, I mean, you I just 
don't know, man. It's hard to put it in the words. No, those are great words yeah. because there are some people who are messy. Yeah, super messy. There are some people who be in everybody business. Yeah, and it's like they're not reliable, and it's for At like, all. it's for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. As if you have more friends if you're messy. Like the mentality that you know what I'm trying. It's like no, like that, the philosophy. Man, look, I'm glad you said that because. Real talk, and I didn't even know how this was going to go. I was like, I don't know what he going to ask. Yeah. <laughs> but, bro, that is, man, I swear to God, I see so much where it's like so much you can say. But yeah. the type of person that I am, I'm not going to say anything. But it's like, why would you do that? Gosh. You look at some stuff and be like, bro, I ain't, <laughs> bruh or female, why would yeah. you do that? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it. That don't even got nothing to do with you. There's so much stuff that just I just see, and I'm just like, okay, but I don't understand why you. That's weird, but okay, yeah. cool. I guess that's what you think is gonna make. And it that's cool. the thing. I've been I've been on this kick lately where like I be seeing stuff like that. And number one, you never know the real reasons why people act like that. Mm-hmm. So you try to be cautious to not just be like, yo, what you want? Yeah. But at the same time, when you see people like that, boy, you know to run. Like go the other way, like what? Absolutely. Get out of there. Yeah. Cause it can create a even even in what we do in music, cause it's like, it's some it's some musicians <laughs> and producers like that too. Yeah, I ain't. <laughs> Y'all know how we are. We yeah. love and respect everybody. So I don't say no names, yeah. I don't cause no drama. But I do know to your point of being solid, man, you have to get to a place where you're confident in who you are. Yep. You believe in who you are. You find your purpose, you find your lane, and you mm-hmm. operate in it. And you connect with people who you can learn from, mm-hmm. who they can learn from you. You build relationships with people that you can grow with. Man, you good with that the drama. Thing, man. Thank you, bro. Because you just put everything I was trying to say in you But the re- that, the reality is that's real and like that's what I be like. I be moving around and I be seeing like, man, I don't think people mean no harm when they messy mm-hmm. for real. But I think they their approach to being accepted comes from like toxic behavior. Yeah. Like, OK, I w- I'm sorry. y'all. That might have been my daughter. You gonna check on her. Alright. Y'all, this is the best podcast ever. Ever. Bathroom breaks. Yes, sir. Compliments. Yep. Stuff falling. Falling. This real life. This real we out here. <laughs> My wife going to see about it. She was just in yeah, the camera. What outside. I was saying, because what I was saying was important. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't think oh. they mean to be messy. Mm-hmm. But it's like the philosophy is like, okay, if I want to be cool with these two people, I really hold up. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> and we're gonna keep it rolling. Keep it rolling. Raw. Y'all all okay. right? Good God. And it sound like Jeepers <laughs> Creepers door. It's a lot going on in here, guys. But we committed. Raw and uncut. <laughs> hey, hey, man, you straight. All right. So yeah, I don't again, this is this is like the third time, but I'm I'm gonna get it out this time. I don't think people mean to be messy. But I think like I'll use an example of I'll use women for an example. We have women in here. Sorry, guys. No offense to y'all. This is just an example. Uh Like, if a girl wants to be cool with two girls, but they have differences of opinion about each other. 
Mm-hmm. You have the one girl, then you have the two girls. So what this girl is thinking is, I want to be cool with both of them. So whatever conversation is necessary to be cool <laughs> with this one, that's the conversation I'm going to have. Mm-hmm. Whatever's conversation is necessary for me to be cool with this one, that's the conversation I'm going to have. Yeah. Even you, if it means... <laughs> but you got men like that too, so don't, don't leave them out. Facts. <laughs> But the objective is yeah. I want everybody to like me mm-hmm. But why don't you just be a good person And let who God wants Drawn to you Absolutely. Be drawn to you Absolutely, Like the extra mile for people to like you At the expense of the relationships Within itself It's not worth it It's the crazy juice, The juice ain't worth the squeeze man. It ain't Hey yo when you said that while ago I was like that's clever Yeah it ain't. It's like All this squeezing <laughs> <laughs> And it just look, and when you think about it, it's like when somebody just look at it, it's like yeah. the people that come up, man, and Jesus, the man. people that like the solid ones, as I say, yeah. when they look at it, it's just like why, bro? Yeah, like what? What are you doing, man? Like yes, okay, now now let's go here, let's go here, because it don't have to be done. But I'm, I'm about to ask you something crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've experienced it, but I hope you have. Yeah. What do you do if this has ever happened to you? What do you do when you being solid is a problem? Has that ever happened to you? Yeah. How did you handle that? Well, I'm so I'm straightforward and blunt. Yeah. Um, everybody can't take that. So, uh, look, at, I, look at my wife. I, honestly, I my don't. My wife know. is a solid person, guys. So she's gonna agree with what Aunt's saying. <laughs> she be I like. Can't. So <laughs> yeah, that that's my honestly. Anybody that know me, they know that's my um. Yeah. If I'm wrong though, I'll tell you. I will apologize. I will be more than. Yeah. I'm always open to if I'm wrong to come yeah. in and admit that I'm wrong. Yeah. But if if I gotta be honest with you and be blunt, then and, yeah. and you can't take that. I can't help that. Has that ever caused you to be in a place of isolation? Thank God, no. Whoa, let's talk. Yeah, Why not, like, man? Seriously, you I got d- lucky. I think, I guess, or it's just the people I put myself around. Ooh. Because I don't allow myself to be. Talk. I don't put myself in a situation where, and a part of this comes from being in the military. Yes. Uh, we're taught to know your surroundings and know what you're getting yourself into, right? Yes. So, um, I don't allow myself to get in a, you know, yeah. don't get me wrong. I get around the people. And we laugh and joke. I'm never going to be that guy that you can't come laugh. Yeah. But I'm never going to put myself in situations where I know it's going to look so, crazy. Oh, this on, is good. So, crazy on me. Like, so how do you discern who to be cordial with and who deserves to be in your inner circle? How do you de- determine that? Uh, I guess it's just, man, I just got to get to know the person. Yeah. Like, me just I gotta know you yeah. and I don't care about what everybody else think about you I don't care about how popular you are I don't care about none of that stuff man um so Look it's like back there, eight man corner <laughs> <laughs> I really don't care about none of that yeah like, honestly I mean because if that was the case man I could do some corny stuff and be popular and cool with everybody yeah but it reminds but- it's the it reminds me like like it's the military because yeah. no matter where you were raised no matter what your parents' situation is, mm-hmm. no matter what your fi- um, financial situation is, no matter what's your race, y'all putting on that same uniform. Yep. And it's like, y'all are not, when y'all out there together, 
Y'all are not looked at as all these different people from these different mm-hmm. places. Y'all are here to accomplish one goal, and every man is here to accomplish that one goal. So you're able to see people from that place like, who can I rock with to carry out these missions? Mm-hmm. Whether they're yeah, actual, exactly. whether they're project <laughs> missions or yep. life missions. Because yeah. life itself is a mission. It's so it's crazy. like, yep. I'm going to check out who's fit for me to do life with. Whether yep. it's on a personal, professional level, I's like I'm a I'm a check, and I can tell you you, you ain't built right. Nah, so to say this, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. You got you got flat feet. You yeah. can't be up here. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> you you automatically disqualified. Yeah, you can't. Nah, I can't rock with you. <laughs> Yo, that's nah, hilarious. But <laughs> no, but you put it. It's exactly like that for me. So because it's like. Cause you can have mentors and all this. Cause I get military people to ask me, "Oh, you, you got a mentor in the military?" So my mentor in the military is probably one of my closest friends. Yeah, and he just so happens to be in the military. He's like a brother to me. But you know why he's my mentor? Cause he know me, yeah. and I know him. So yeah. if he says something to me, then I know it's coming from a place. Yes, sir. Of, all right, this is what's going. I know. I know this is going to get to end, but I know it's coming from a good place. Yes. So it's the same with music, or it's the same with spirituality. So Maurice Yancey is one of my spiritual mentors. Because yes. Not because I'm so spiritual or because I'm so godly and all this. I, he's still working on me, you guys. Yes, right? yes tell the but truth, But Maurice right. Yancey knows me. Yeah. Like he knows Ant. Yes. So... He doesn't have to preach to me every day. Ooh. He can come to me just to have a regular conversation and yes. say, hey, bro, I think this. And mm. talk to me in a language that I'm going to hear. Yeah. And you try to figure, and the way I live life is to try to figure out those people that can do that for me. Like, in that aspect of it. And, then, and those people are going to have your best interests at heart forever. Gosh. And they're going to get the same from me. And that's just how I am. So I don't care about the whole the popular being popular and being all this I don't care about all that. Yes, that means nothing dude. to me. For real. I so. don't either. Like the the longer you live, the That's more why you... I respect you though. Cause bro, you one of the dopest. Thank you, bro. I tell dudes all the time, you one of the dopest. This is one of the dopest <laughs> producers, musicians, whatever you want to say, bro. Like Yo, I appreciate it. I called this guy one time, y'all. I'm gonna shot I'm gonna shot my boy out Jamal. <laughs> you know this was last minute. My aux player fell out of the gig. I said, and trust and Listen to me. VJ is my guy. Yes. If I bring in a keyboard player, he has to give the okay. Yeah. So I called VJ and I said, hey, such and such can't make it. Matter of fact, it was Trail. Okay. Trail couldn't make it. Man, I'm going to just get Jamal. Man, who is Jamal? Trust me, he cool. Mm-hmm. Bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bro, he got, I'm telling you, he good. He cool, he cool, he cool. Man, I don't know, bro. We could just go at it by ourselves. Just play the, just pump them, them joints in the track. Yeah. Nah, man. I'm telling you, he good. He gonna be straight. He ain't even rehearsed. I don't care. He good. <laughs> Yo, we get to the gig. They meet. All right, cool. We go by our way. <laughs> Hit the stage. Thirty five minutes later, after we done intro, last uh, outro, last note of the outro. Hey yo, we can rock with him from now on. Hey, whenever we, uh, yo, he was cool, man. Make sure you lock him in. Yo, that's yo. what I mean. And it's crazy that yeah. people don't like. I don't. Some some cats I see coming, they don't understand 
Yeah. Mom, say that again. That's fire. My, my heart and my soul is. Yeah. My, 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 my heart and my soul is. Go up, Mama. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Let me get it, Jesus. Yeah, you, you got, got it. it. Help me, Holy Ghost. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's dope, though, because it's another note that hasn't been sang yet. Yeah. My, my, my heart and my soul is yeah. You are incredible. <laughs> Lord, help me. <laughs> you, man. God, this is my, crazy. my, my heart and my soul is yeah. She's amazing. Dang. She's amazing. Thank you. Y'all are some legends, man. <laughs> Didn't Tank? Yeah. Yeah. Chris? Yeah. I was having this conversation with Pooh a week ago. Yeah. I said, bro, do you understand you're a legend? Uh, <sighs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. For anybody in the Quartet community, like these guys are legends, man. Like, Yo, if you really know. That's crazy. Yo, that's crazy. Doc McKenzie's coldest band. Oh! I just named four of them. Whoa! God rest my man's name. Jason Yeah, God, God rest his soul. They yes, was Lord. The coldest yes, Lord. band on hey, the I, circuit. Hey, wait, was it last night? Y'all, whenever y'all see this, it ain't the nights we referring to. Sorry. Yeah. But the other day, we I was talking to Tank. I had Tank on the live, and I was he was telling his story about how he got on, how Jason quit, how mm-hmm. I got on him and stuff like that. It was last night. It won't last night to y'all. Sorry, but we just ain't here vibing. And um, that's what I was telling Tank. Like, the older I get, the more I realize the real impact and influence. And it's like, I want to do good with it, bro. And you asked me, like, what made me go this route with, like, the podcast and the live. Mm -hmm. And that's really what it is. Like, how you feel because of what you want, because of what you know about us. Mm -hmm. I wanted to figure out a way to scale that by scale i mean i want people to experience that from us on the biggest platform possible in a way that is not the norm Mm -hmm. because we've had access to what we've done all our lives all our lives so then you get to the place as a man where you say okay god i see your hand in my life i see what you've called me to do and I see how it has impacted the quartet community. Mm-hmm. But I also see the giftings you've gave me. So how do I crank that up? Yeah. So I'm like, I'm finna go, everybody going left, I'm finna go right. And just crank it up. Mm-hmm. So that people can see the influence to want to learn about us. That's why I got you on here. Because mm-hmm. like people learning about us, people knowing our stories. There's somebody out there right now, I'm going to just claim it to be so. Who's an amazing musician, 15, 16, 17 years old, who's not sure if he should go to the military because mm-hmm. he doesn't know yeah, if he has give to give up. up. Yeah. Yep. That's the whole point of this. Mm-hmm. So now they look at Ant and they say, oh, if Ant did it, I could do it. Yep. So then they go enlist and they good. Yeah. That's the vibes. That That's what it's for, bro. And, I, and I'm going to tell you, I don't know what to say either. I have traveled all over and i've done it like and this is i hate saying stuff like this because everybody i'm not the bragging type yeah you know what i'm saying that's not my thing but when i'm i'm saying this to your point of somebody 
thinking they can't do both. I have been blessed to do both. Have I missed out on bigger opportunities? Yes. But I've been blessed to do both and yeah. all over the country yes. on big circuits. Um, smooth jazz, blues, gospel. Yes. All of it. While being active duty military. Yes. It takes a lot of leave though. I mm. use up a lot of my leave. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh I w- you can do it. You yes. know what I'm saying? You can definitely do it. So Yes. But a lot of stuff I don't really talk about because, you know, yeah. let people wonder. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, this but is dope, that, though. But, hey, but here's the thing. That that mystery is is something. Because, <laughs> because and the reason why is because sometimes, um, depending on the season you're in in your life and depending on the people who is paying attention to you, like people can use your truth as a weapon against you. Yep. Which makes you reserved to tell your truth. Mm-hmm. So like you may want to be honest about certain things to help somebody, but then you may have like a group of people over here that take that and then try to weaponize it. Yeah. Exactly like like me saying, Oh, I've been doing it all over the country <laughs> for this amount of years. Oh, he arrogant. Who do you think he, Who is? he is? Yeah. <laughs> And that's definitely not what I'm saying. Right. I'm saying it to the guy like you just yes, said. Yes, bro. That's thinking about going in the military. You can still do it. Yes. It, it just take extra work. And yeah. Lots of no sleep nights. Yo, <laughs> so you done lost some sleep. What? Do you feel it's been worth it? Yeah, absolutely, man. What absolutely. makes it worth it, Because I'm at the end now, uh-huh. and I can still keep going with my music. And it's like the footsteps, the footprints I've put, the even the free sessions I've done or the... The gigs where I took $50 just to go and, you know what I'm saying, it's paid off for now. So now, you know, I'm comfortable. I'm getting what I want. I okay, don't do wait. what I don't want to do. And <laughs> Bay, Bay, because he just spit strategy. And I've been, you just spit strategy. You take the military, a secure career path, yep. which allows you. To take what people would consider L's in music because of your financial stability. Yeah. So the financial stability in the military gives you the freedom to take less money. Yeah, and put it in that. But it builds more leverage. <laughs> yep. So by the time you're done with the military, you've been able to cultivate and curate relationships mm-hmm. by taking less money or doing this for free. Amazing relationships. Exactly. So now when the military over... You can cash in, so to speak. Yeah. Because at this point, you've built up so much equity. And, so- it, and the thing, man, I want people to understand, I'm 38 years old, right? Yes, sir. Uh, and I'm going to retire here in a year. Change. So Go, it. The thing is, people don't understand, is being 38 and about to retire, I'm still playing the green card <laughs> when I go into these studios with yes. major, major engineers, people that know this way better than me. Yes. I'm still green. Yes, I'm going man. in there. I don't know anything, man. When I came in yours, what I said, man, what is this? This is nice. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm yes. still trying to learn so I can build my studio. Yes, you know what I'm man. saying? Like, so it's, you know, I'm just trying to improve mine, but I'm going to, I just hate when people don't have the, you can't, you can't be humble enough to just sit back and be like, I don't know this. Teach me this. Like, and that's, you know, like, I'm like, bruh. I have I have been doing music, but I I don't I have not been able to give it the attention 
Yeah. And uh, re- you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. at 4.30 sometimes I don't feel like doing nothing that have anything to do with music. Yeah. So I have that option to go lay on my couch and not do nothing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or do homework. Uh, yeah. You know, but, you know, those nights that I don't, I'm in the studio working. But what I'm saying is it's okay to be green. It's okay to not know. It's okay to just be like, you know what, I'm going to go in here to learn this. Yeah. You know, I'm about to take an opportunity right now. I didn't even care about the money, bro. I ain't really going to put it out yeah. there. I'll talk to you offline, but the opportunity I'm about to take now is more so for me to learn how to build into my business. Yes, Lord. So I'm going to take this opportunity for whatever pennies they give me, which is fine. I'm, it's cool. It's not about the bread. It's about the experience. You can't yeah. pay. I, okay. Let's talk about that. Yeah. You can do something. Like I heard a guy say, he did a free TED talk that generated millions of dollars because of the speaking engagements he yep. was booked for because of the TED talk. Sometimes the free thing is the gateway to the money. Man, listen. And sometimes you can forfeit big opportunity for for the way you handle business on the front end for something that like don't need it don't take all that. Nope. So you go in the situation, you do it for little or nothing, but then the knowledge you gain. That's worth more than what you would have made to get. Godly! And that's what I'm saying. It's okay. You're hearing this from a guy that's 38 years old. Talk, and Been doing music since I was five, whether it be playing drums or whatever. You may want to call it. Been in the military 19 plus years, about to retire. Yes. It is okay to go into a situation and not know what you're doing. It is fine to go learn. I'm serious. You, you're not going to, nobody, actually you'll look better going in that situation, putting your chest back in your shirt and saying, hey, teach me this, man. Let me learn how to do this from you. Let me sit right here and watch this. I guarantee you, if I ever want to do podcasts, I'm going to call Jamal and be like, hey, yo. Can I come watch y'all run y'all joint? You know what? You know, can I? I'll drive this hour and some change and go. You know, check it out. But yeah, boy, it's nothing wrong with doing that. People need to understand that it's it's nothing wrong. Everybody can't be. Let me shut up. Say it, please. <laughs> go. <laughs> do not stop. Everybody, it, it, you, everybody can't do everything just because you have the the capability or to push a button and do it. I'm just saying, like, you have to learn this stuff, man. It's it's disrespectful to the people before you that actually have put in the work and know this stuff to just, you know, it, it really is. To, to me, that's my personal opinion. It, it really is. It's like, I I go back to him, Ray Braswell. Yeah, like, that's the OG. Man. He put us all on. Nobody will ever disrespect Ray Braswell in my presence. Bro! I Boy, guarantee I'm ready to that. Fight <laughs> right now. Because that man, that, that dude has done so much for gospel, quartet gospel, whatever you want to call it. He has. And it, it's like, and he taught a lot of people, you know, so you can feel what you want to feel, but you got to respect that. You can't go, you go in the room. I go in the room with Ray, and I've been blessed to do a lot of stuff. I thank God I'm blessed, whatever, production wise, whatever. But if I go in the room with Ray, Ray I'm the little guy. Immediately, bro. He's the OG. Bro. You gotta have to understand that. Like people, it, this is. I guess that's another part. You ask what I get from the military. Yes, it's rank, rank structure. He's the kingpin. I mean, he's the OG. My bad. No, not kingpin. 
say that, say I didn't the, say that. Say the sergeant. Edit so, that. Yeah, yeah, say the sergeant. <laughs> he the chief. He the chief. There you go. He the military term, please. He the chief, man. You know what I'm saying? So it's nothing wrong with going in a room and 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 bringing yourself down. It's taking a step back and just, you know. I think if more people understood that. And bro, I've been to stick on that for a second. I've said the same thing, like, yo, wait a minute, bro. You can think what you want to think. You can feel what you want to feel. You can disagree with how somebody does a thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe you've learned something that makes you think about it different. Mm-hmm. But you got to respect the work people have put yeah. in. And if they put you on, like, like, I do what I do now. I'm going to shout out Ray forever. Ever, dog. Forever. Yeah, okay. I don't care what I do, yeah. how far I go, what I produce, what rooms I'm in. Mm-hmm. I know how I got here. Yep. Yep. And Man, even if I wouldn't do things today like he does things, that doesn't take that away. That doesn't take away from what he... First of all, he put us in the building and let us have access to whatever we wanted to touch. Yeah, go ahead. Touch the computer. <laughs> Hit that button for me. Make that click track. Go play them drums. And let me see what they sound like. He put us in the room. Yes. What was the address to that spot? He got the nice spot now. <laughs> the other spot was nice too. This spot, what you know, you talking about the one? I'm talking about the spot. You know, <laughs> yo, that's what, you know what I mean. Like yes. we had access, man. Like that. And, and, and he every time y'all call, hey Ray, bro, big bro, can I come in? Yeah, come on, bro. I'm over here. Don't care who he had in there. Yes. That is so him. This is how I met all these uh, the quartet, yes. you know, industry people. So yes. them being in there, sending him. I know some serious uh, relationships was built in there, though. Honestly, yes. Keith, my first yes. interaction with Keith, Wonderboy Johnson, Garris is so yes. was in that room. Same thing for um, me. Spanky, Darrell, Bishop, yes. uh, all these these guys that like. I have grown up listening to and like, yes. man, he's so, so dope. I met them through Ray Bradley. Listen, like, and the fact that I met, like, when they, when Keith got that deal, I think it was Verity. Mm-hmm. He got a he, he got the solo deal, right? Mm. Ray and my <laughs> uncle Tyrone fought. That's how for, I met Tyrone. Yes, yeah. they fought for me. Like, yo, Keith, he thirteen, but I'm telling you, Cold. we need him. <laughs> we Cold. need him. <laughs> and you got to pay him like yeah. a man yeah. because he about to come here and do a man's job. Like, they advocated for me, like, yeah. like, and that was good money, too, bro. Yeah. Low key. Keith was eating. <laughs> right. But the, the, the <laughs> truth of the matter is, to your point, yeah. like, they put us on, man. And it's like, I know we, we get, owe them that respect, huh? Yeah, we getting up. But I just want to tie it back into what I'm saying. It's like, I, it's not nothing wrong. Yes. Well, paying respect and being the little guy in the room it's or not knowing not, something, man. Like, it's, it's really not. not, bro. Like, I just hate that, you know, that gets missed. That gets, mm. you, that gets Why lost. Why do so you somehow. think it gets lost? I don't know. I really don't, man. I just think it's, I think it's, I'm big on respect. So, it's a respect thing to me. Uh, and I think. Do you some, think people can. I think get, competition you think people, makes you disrespectful. That's what I was about to say. Yeah. And people can get to the place where they are. They get so good. They get good enough to feel like it's okay to be disrespectful. It's like yeah. I've earned the stripes to like yeah. 
Flex. I'm super popular. Everybody know me. Now I can do this. Oh, my God. No. Nah, man. <laughs> That's not the wave, yeah. man. Because to be honest, man, some of the dopest, most successful people I've you, ever met, they be, don't act like that. And, and you barely even you barely even hear their name. Honestly, like that's yes. that's why I take pride in not being, you know what I'm saying? Like that's fine. I don't y'all, you know, but yeah. like that is that is the I've, key. I've like, seen people like I'm like, wow. Because what'll happen is you'll see people like you'll see people, you'll meet people, me and my wife have, like, with Grammy Awards under their belt. Mm-hmm. And, you and they cool. They and then cool you and then you take somebody who at a local church producing artists from two miles up the street. Mm-hmm. And they acting wild. I'm like, this person got a Grammy. They not acting nothing like that. You can't like even that. get in the room with them. <laughs> oh, man. Like, hey, man, I got it. You know. Chill, like, yo, yo, chill, yo. Chill, yo, chill, man. <laughs> chill, man. Yeah. That's chill. Crazy. You got anything? Because this is like, this is amazing. This That's crazy. We got Anthony. Huh? Oh, we cannot leave without that. Oh, nah. Definitely got a shout out, Pops. That's your guy. My wife loves Robbie, yo. Man, listen. Word. Let me tell y'all about... Okay, so I'm going to tell y'all my robber story. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to let Ann talk about him. So you know... When I first started playing with Doc, I was playing with Tank and them. Mm-hmm. Hold on, we're going to let the... We're going to let the motorcycle go by. All right. So when, we first, when I first started playing with Doc, I was playing with Tank. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm 16, 17. I do not have a car. I do not have a license. Yeah. I'm riding with Tank and them. So then they stopped playing. And Daryl is like, hey, man, are you cool to keep playing? I'm like, yeah. In my mind, I'm like, but how am I going to get there? <laughs> bro, bro, 530 in the morning, Thursday morning, like clockwork. That black car pulling up to the crib, mm-hmm. boy. Yeah, he ain't play about that boy. Road. Boy, I'm talking about. <laughs> we went to. Hey, we used to stop at that the truck stop on uh, in Kenley. Yo, we out of here. <laughs> Yo, and he, I didn't. I couldn't drive, bro. He drove all the way to something. We just riding. Half the time I was sleep, like. Mm-hmm. But he was looking out for me, dog. I come home with him. He take me to the crib. We hours of the morning. He go home. Yeah. Every weekend, he picking me up. Every, I'm talking about. It was crazy. And like, and I remember him like. Watching him get sick scared the living crap out of me. And mm. I was like, yo, this is not happening. Because yeah. I'm spending so much time with him, bro. And I'm like, this is wild. But what was it like? You told me like about the relationships. But like, what was it like having him? And then what was it like losing him? Man, uh, yeah, I'm trying to chill now. <laughs> but, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But uh and my pops was my that was that was me and my brother say this all the time, and that was our dog. Yeah, he was our father, he was our dad, you know. But that was our you know how cool my dad yeah, was, you man. know what I mean. So imagine um, being at the crib with him, yes. you know what I'm saying? Like when it ain't no music around, no <laughs> nothing around, we just talking or sports or whatever, yeah. you know. That was just uh, my dad taught me how to be a dad. I mean, nobody's perfect, you know what I'm saying, but. He taught me how to be present and be there for your kids. You know what I'm saying, and and do and you could do it while doing what you love to do at the same time. You know what I'm saying. So one thing is, you know, uh, 
that joint still hurt now. I ain't even gonna hold yes, you, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Cause I had a we had a routine mm-hmm. of when I went in the military, he was so like I said, that was the first time I seen him cry. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause I thought, you know, he don't care. You know what I mean? I'm leaving, he'll be all right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Broke down. I got stationed in Sumter. That was like one of the most happiest moments of his life. Cause every time he came through something, he came to pick me up. Yeah. My son coming with me. Uh, he had a rehearsal with Mr. Bill Pinkney or, you know, my, I'm going to have my son with me. or And then right at that time, he was going with Doc. So I was going to, the, you know, that's how I met you guys. So it was like, <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, it was, he always had me involved. He was so proud, man. Like a lot of cats would tell me, boy, I know you just because of how much your dad talked about. I'm like, what? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. He was so proud of me and my brother and all my sisters, man. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, it's just, man, he was just a proud father, though. Like, yeah. and he taught us how to be that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, when it comes to my daughter, I'm the same way. I don't care what she's doing. I'm bragging about it. Boom, boom. Yeah. I brag about her more than I brag about anything. And it's like, I got that from him and my mom, you yeah. know. But my dad, he was just like, man, he was no nonsense, though. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I, he, he 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 did not play around with us. He was no nonsense. <laughs> so yeah. I don't get that twisted. But yeah. that was our guy, man. And yeah. just it just hurt bad to lose him. Yeah, you know, and I it was like bittersweet because I didn't want to see him suffer no more. Because that sucked, Ant. Yeah, I mean, he was. It was bad the last. Uh, I I don't. A lot of people, a few people know this story. So I was in Korea. Mm-hmm. His last year, like. Mm-hmm. On Earth, man, and this, this joint always messed me up. But uh, my mom tell me, and you know, my dad hung on till I got back, bro. No lie, like I don't really like talk about it because I was in Korea for the whole year, and as soon as I got back, he passed away. And I and it just like, and he just would not like they, he hung on from, and then when he passed. He hung on to get back to North Carolina. So my kids got to be here. That was his last words to, you know what I'm saying, his wife at the time. And so he fought while I was in Korea, made it, made it back, got sick in Florida on stage with Doc, would not let anybody take him to the hospital. So he got back to North Carolina. And that was it. And then, you know, all his kids was there, though. Yeah. And that's what he wanted. So it was tough, man. I, that's tough. Yes. <laughs> so what has been... So when you lost him, did it make you... Did it make you love music more? Did it make you want to stop doing music? What was your relationship with music once your dad passed away? Uh, it kind of drove me more because I was like right there at the production, like trying to get into the production phase. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And and he even was putting me in spaces to um, the Pearly Gates. Yeah. When I think Ray Harden, he was starting them up or they was already circulating, but he put me in the space to, he was managing them at the time. And he was like, let my son do it. And they all knew who I was, but no, they didn't know I was doing that. Yeah. And it was terrible. Yeah. I mean, what I produced was terrible. Yeah. But he put me wow. in that spot to do it. So when he passed, 
Uh, I was like, man, I got to do something, man. It's, my dad got so much music that don't nobody know about. All they know him from is Doc. Yeah. So when I did that, the uh, the little CD, yeah. to to you know, I got a few people to help me do his uh, yeah, like a little tribute to him. That was my first taste of all right. You can do a little something. You can produce. And again, Ray walked me through the whole process. Yeah. So I don't care what nobody. Yo, Ray walked me through the whole process. Yeah. And uh, that was my first taste of it. So when that came out, and then the support I got from people. That like like I said, it's not about the popularity or none of that. It's about you know it was the love. Like all right, cool. This is good music, bro. Like you know what I'm saying. Like and this is your dad's music. So that made me like, ah, right, you could do this, you know. So yeah. then I went harder with the production, and then uh, I just came, and then like you know I just started doing local stuff. I started yeah. doing people here and there. I started doing like the smooth jazz stuff. It started ticking. And then I got on some blues records, and then Yancey came along, and then Ray sent me an original file. I don't know if you heard the read the song I did on my dad. In spite of? Yeah. Yes. Ray sent me the original files of his voice. Man. I I know that took you out. Took me out for two days. And I said, man, how am I going to do this? And uh, it took me uh, like six months to do it, but. Cause every time I kept hearing it, I, it would stop me. I would freeze up, and it'd just be like, "But man, that after that, now that." So him passing gave me the juice, and then like to want to do it, and then yeah. being able to, cause I always got mad at myself, like, "Bro, you didn't even get to do nothing with your dad." And then when Ray sent me them files, that just took me out. That was like, "All right, and now you could do this with everybody, man." Yeah. Like, you gotta believe in yourself now, cause if you could create this for your pops. You could do it. Y'all you know gonna listen saying? to In Spite of Robert Holland, which is it easy to find that version? Yeah, it's on Spotify. Okay, it's yeah, everything. it's crazy. Yeah. Of course I heard it. It's amazing. Yeah. So y'all go check that out. What's yeah. the what's the other projects you've worked on so far? Uh so we got I got numerous lacy stuff. I got okay. numerous blues artists. So um, name some of the lacy songs so they can go listen to them. Um at least two. I can't even think of the name, bro. <laughs> We gonna figure. We got Lacey Groove. You got you know. You got to uh, move something. You got yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Stuff. Yeah. Uh, you got a uh, man. I gotta sit and look. You gonna at the sit names and text and it to us, uh, and we are gonna make you. sure. Yeah. And then like Yancey, you did. What's the album called? Uh, Cinnamon is in my heart. And then yeah. you did the single, right? Yeah, in in the house, and then we got a new single coming out. Gang, gang, be on the lookout <laughs> for that. That's about to be yep. crazy. Yep. Also doing some uh, smooth jazz stuff. Yeah. Uh, Willie Bradley, check him out. George yeah. Freeman, check him out. Let's go. Uh, uh, Reggie Cargerton coming soon. Yes. Yeah, but uh, trying to do a little I'm bit. I'm proud of you, man, dog. Man. I'm, man, I'm trying, man. I'm like, proud of y'all. Thank you, man. For I'm real. happy you're telling your story because people see us, bro, mm-hmm. but people don't really know. Nah, and no. then, like, we never, we're never in the spaces where we can really have these conversations. Yeah. So without this, people will never know. So I'm, mm-hmm. I, I appreciate you coming. One, yeah. I appreciate you too being willing to tell your story, bro. Oh, absolutely, man. So I appreciate you having me. Hey, dog. I'm honored, dog. <laughs> for real. For real, so yeah, it's been real. Yeah, sure. Anthony Roberts in the building. We call him Ant. Thank you so much, <laughs> y'all. We out. Peace. All right.